0: Stranger in a strange land building Berlin Bay of Beast invasion Lawrence of Arabia, British Beatle Mania, Old Miss John Glenn, Liston Beats, Addison, Co Paul Malcolm X, British politician sex, JFK blown away. What else do I have to say? Stop the fire. Here is a bulletin from CBS News. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. This is Walter guide in our newsroom in New York City. There has been an attempt, as perhaps you know now, on the life of President Kennedy. He was wounded in an automobile driving from Dallas Airport into downtown Dallas, along with Governor Connolly of Texas. They've been taken to Parkland Hospital there, where their condition is as yet unknown. We have just learned, however, ever that Father Huber. One of the two priests called into the room has administered the last sacrament of the church to President Kennedy. From Dallas, Texas, the flash, apparently official, President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, some 38 minutes ago
1: welcome to mr cornwell's corner today we're going to be covering the kennedy assassination which shocked the united states it's one of it's the pearl harbor moment or the 9-11 moment for that generation if you talk to anybody that was alive on november 22nd 1963 they can tell you exactly where they were and what they're doing the minute they heard that the president had been shot so we're going to dive in a little deeper than we can in class on this topic which is fascinating kennedy assassination so let's do a little background on john f kennedy Um, jack kennedy his name is john fitzgerald kennedy jack is short for for jonathan so therefore his family and friends all called him jack um but he's known in history as president kennedy or jfk i'll call him JFK mostly or sometimes jack during this podcast But he is the 35th president of the United States He's the youngest ever elected president Um, Teddy Roosevelt was younger than him when he was president However, Teddy came to the office through McKinley's assassination So Kennedy was just over 43 years old when he was elected in 1960 So he served January 20th, 1961 Until his death on November 22nd, 1963 Okay. Now, we're going to talk about the assassination When we do... um, Everything I'm going to reference in the beginning of this comes from the Warren Commission. Immediately, there was whispers that this assassination might be bigger than just one man. So therefore, the federal government created the Warren Commission. The Chief Justice of the United States was Earl Warren, and he led about 12 guys, men, on this investigation. And the Warren Report of the Warren Commission is the official government investigation into what happened to john kennedy on november 22nd 1963 so when we go through this first part everything i'm going to tell you comes from the warren commission at the end of this podcast we'll discuss a couple of the conspiracy theories because by far everything we talk about in this class kennedy's assassination is by far the most controversial thing that we cover Many people, and I'm not talking about like keyboard warriors in their parents' basement. I'm talking about people that teach at like Harvard, Yale, Stanford. Many people believe that the Warren Commission is not correct. So I'm going to give you the official government report, and then I'll go through a couple of the conspiracy theories, and you can draw your own conclusion. So here we go. Here's just the basic facts. Jack Kennedy, the 35th president of the United States. He was in Dallas, Texas on November 22, 1963. Uh, his wife Jackie was with him. Also with him in, in the same car was Governor John Connolly of Texas and the First Lady of Texas. And then in the front seat driving were two Secret Service agents. So the reason they were in Texas, it's the year before reelection. His vice president, Lyndon Johnson, is from Texas. So they fully expect the Kennedy Johnson ticket to win reelection to take Texas. So this is the one and only campaign stop for texas they're not coming back next year in the spring or the fall for the election because they believe with johnson's popularity there they'll have it won johnson's in texas but he's not in dallas he's in a different part of texas at this time so kennedy flies into love airfield in dallas texas and then he goes in a limousine okay and he goes on a motorcade like a parade and the goal is they're going to end up at a banquet hall and he's going to give a speech and then he's going to fly right back out and go to another city in Texas. He's on like a six-city, two-day tour of Texas. It's a quick trip. This is, he's campaigning. So him and Jackie fly in. They get off the plane. They're well-received. They get in the car, the limousine, and they drive. And they get down to the old part of Dallas, Texas. Okay, It's called Delhi Plaza. They're in parade formation, which means the top is down; it's convertible, and they're waving. There's people lined up on both sides of the street. They're campaigning. People are coming out just to get a glimpse of the 35th president of the United States. All right, according to the Warren Commission, once they reach Dealey Plaza, it's D E A L E Y Dealey Daly Plaza is what it's pronounced, which is in downtown Dallas. It's the older section today. In 1963, it was the downtown section. Once they reach that. Um, They go in front of a building called the Texas School Book Depository Building. And according to the Warren Commission, Lee Harvey Oswald, it's O-S-W-A-L-D, Lee Harvey Oswald, a single gunman acting alone, shoots and kills the 35th President of the United States, Jack Kennedy, JFK, from the sixth floor of the Texas School Book Depository. According to the Warren Commission... One man fired three shots. One shot missed. One shot hit Kennedy in the back of the neck, the base of the neck, and came out his throat. And then the, the third shot, which was the fatal shot, basically took off the top part of his head, filleted the top of his head. And um, that's the one that was the kill shot. Uh, Kennedy never regains consciousness. Once he's shot, they speed off, and they go straight to Parkland Memorial Hospital. When they arrive at Parkland Memorial Hospital, uh, the president is still alive, but he is unconscious. He never regains consciousness. And then it's at Parkland Memorial Hospital where a couple hours later, Kennedy is pronounced dead. The governor, John Connolly, is also struck. He is not killed, but he is wounded and left crippled. Part of his body is crippled for the rest of his life, so he's seriously wounded. Okay. Now, according to the Warren Commission, once Lee Harvey Oswald, a single gunman acting alone, once he shoots Kennedy, he leaves the Texas School Book Depository building and hops on a bus. And immediately, people, the whispers are, the president's been shot. It's kind of rumors. And people on that bus report seeing a male acting kind of nervous, suspicious, he has a coat on, just acting weird. Weird. So at the next stop, he hops off. Then he takes a cab, and he leaves Daly Plaza, downtown Dallas, and he takes a cab across town to where he's renting a room on the other side of Dallas. And he has the cabbie drop him off a few blocks away, and then he walks back to his house so the cabbie won't know where he lives in case they track him down. He goes to his rented room. At this point, he's separated from his wife and child. They're living with friends across town. He's living in a rented room. He goes in and changes his uh, attire real quick, puts on a jacket, and then grabs a handgun, a pistol. And then he walks out. Um, According to the Warren Commission, he had no real getaway plan, and he is simply, at this point, just walking around the streets. He's left Daly Plaza, and where he's at now is where – like it's not a subdivision, but it's like suburbs where there's houses, and that's where he's got a rented room. And it's at this point – Um, Now it is early in the afternoon. The news of Kennedy's assassination has been uh, spread, as you heard from Walter Cronkite early on this clip. Uh, Most of America knows the president's been shot, but they don't know if he's alive, dead. They don't know his true condition. So he's walking around. Dallas is immediately put on lockdown. Every police officer is called into duty and locked down. And where Oswald is walking the streets in this little suburb, There's a police officer by the name of J.D. Tippett. He is a Dallas police officer, and it's J.D. Tippett, T-I-P-P-I-T. Officer Tippett sees Oswald. Hold on one sec. I'm going to keep on going. So Officer Tippett sees Lee Harvey Oswald. And he sees him walking down the road And he notices him And when Oswald sees Tippett He quickly turns around and walks the other way So obviously that draws the officer's attention So Officer Tippett Pulls his car up to Oswald This is a street Where people live There's houses on it And he rolls his window down And he asks Oswald "You know, What's your name? What are you doing? And Oswald gives him a fake name Tells him he's just out for a walk But he doesn't appear to fit in the neighborhood. It doesn't look like he lives in this neighborhood. It just doesn't fit. So officer tells him to hold on, and Officer Tippett gets out of the car and comes around. He's going to ask him for his ID and whatnot to prove who he is. And when Officer Tippett gets out of the car, Oswald takes out his gun and shoots and kills Officer Tippett on the spot. Then Oswald runs down the street, and he leaves that street, and he runs down to a business section just a couple blocks away. And when he runs down there, there is a place called the Texas Theater. It's a movie theater. And he runs into the Texas Theater. One one movie theater. Well, while this is going on, there are plenty of people who are home that afternoon. They hear the gunshots. And they see the officer down. So the Dallas police get phone calls about an officer down being shot. The description coming from Tippett's um, assassin is much better than the description they got on the bus or anything they got about kennedy so but at this point they haven't put the two together yet officer tippett's shooter and Kennedy's shooter is not put together yet no one knows it's the same person so what happens is the reports come that of what he's wearing what he looks like it's a much better description while that's going on the lady at the theater texas theater she's taking tickets it's the afternoon not very busy um, Oswald does not stop and buy a ticket. He just runs past her. She hollers at him. He ignores her. And when she he does, she calls the police to report this incident. And when she reports it, they ask for a description, and she tells him what he's wearing. So at that point, they're pretty sure that that's the same guy who just saw Officer Tippett. Within minutes, the Texas theater is completely surrounded with Dallas cops, with FBI With Texas Rangers, everybody's on duty because Dallas is already on lockdown because the president has been shot at this point. So uh, Lee Harvey Oswald is apprehended the same day, just a couple of hours later, at the Texas Theater by the Dallas police. And when he's arrested, he says the Dallas police uh, brutally beat him. The Dallas police say he, he resisted arrest at the theater, and they had to take him into custody by force. So if you see his picture, he'll have like a he has like a swollen eye and a cut and a fat lip. Um, those happened at the time of his arrest. So Oswald is then taken to the local Dallas County Police Office, the precinct there in, in downtown Dallas, and that's where he's held for several hours. He's interviewed. At this point, he is the suspected killer of Officer Tippett. It's during this time that they start to put two and two together and realize that he is the same guy who shot the president of the United States. Now when he's asked about this, Oswald never admits to shooting Kennedy. He says he did not shoot the president. In fact, he says he's a patsy or a fall guy, like he's set up that he didn't do this. Okay? So what happens next is they prepare to transfer Oswald from the jail to a more secure federal prison. So they take him down to the basement transport him by vehicle and he's surrounded by dallas police by texas rangers and when this happens a local businessman by the name of jack ruby walks up to oswald in the basement and shoots and kills oswald oswald is taken to the same hospital that kennedy was at the day before parkland memorial hospital and he dies at the same hospital jack ruby um, owns several businesses downtown Dallas. The most famous business he owns is called the Carousel Club. It's a burlesque hall or a strip club. And the reason the Warren Commission says Ruby shoots Oswald is because Ruby was upset that Oswald killed his, quote-unquote, his president. Okay, So a local Dallas County business owner, Jack Ruby, shoots and kills Oswald the next day, um, who is... According to the Warren Commission, Kennedy's lone assassin, a single gunman acting alone. Jack Ruby is convicted of that murder and sentenced to jail, and he dies a few years later, oddly enough, at the same hospital, Parkland Memorial Hospital, that Kennedy and Oswald died. Uh, He dies a few years later from uh, cancer. Okay? So that's the brief story of Kennedy's assassination. According to the Warren Commission, Jack Kennedy... 35th president of the United States, was shot by Lee Harvey Oswald, a single gunman acting alone, and died at Parkland Memorial Hospital on November 22, 1963. Now, Kennedy's vice president, Lyndon Johnson, from Texas, his nickname is the Big, Ten- Big Texan. Uh, he becomes the 36th president of the United States when Kennedy dies. He's actually sworn in aboard Air Force One on the flight back to Washington, D.C., Okay. All right, well, let's look at a couple of the conspiracy theories, because what I just shared with you was just the basics of Kennedy's assassination, according to the Warren Commission, the official government report. All right, a couple of conspiracy theories that you may have heard of or that some historians believe. Um, One is related. This is the height of the Cold War related to the Communist Party in Russia and the Communist Party in Cuba. Why would the Communist Party want to kill Kennedy? Well, let's look at Russia. Nikita Khrushchev is the Soviet premier of Russia. And just the year before, Kennedy completely embarrassed him at the Cuban Missile Crisis. In fact, eventually, Nikita Khrushchev has to step down under pressure, and it's basically related to his handling of the Cuban Missile Crisis. So some historians believe that Nikita Khrushchev, the premier of Russia, was behind the hit on Kennedy to, to pay him back for the Cuban Missile Crisis. All right. Others believe that Fidel Castro, the communist dictator in Cuba, is the one behind the lead. Uh, the reason given for that is, if you remember the Bay of Pigs, when Kennedy first became president, was an attempt to remove Castro from power, which is a nice way of saying, kill Castro. So therefore, some people believe that Castro attempted to kill Kennedy as paybacks. Now, what are some of the links and proofs, if you know anything about Oswald? Um, Oswald, after he was discharged from the Army, where he was a marksman, he earned the rank of marksman shooter. So he is a qualified marksman. Well, after he's discharged from the Army, he goes to the Soviet Union and attempts to live there. He tries to defect and become communist. And while he's there, he meets his wife, Marina. Marina and they have a baby, but he eventually gives up on that, and all of them come back to the United States and then um, he believes the most communist country in the world is Cuba he tries to go to Cuba but he makes it as far as Mexico City he can't get into Havana, Cuba because not because the American government, but the communist government in Cuba, Castro's government will not allow Americans in, so they don't want him so he's forced to come back to the United States so he has some ties to the Soviet Union loosely some loose ties to cuba and some people believe that he was the fall guy and set up and those were the ones really behind it another conspiracy theory you'll hear is the fbi is behind the hit um the the leader of the fbi the director is a guy by the name of j edgar hoover um hoover has this is the 1960s hoover has been the leader of the fbi for about 40 years at this point and he is in charge of the FBI for about 50 years until his death in the 70s. So by the 1960s, Hoover is the FBI. He's been running it for decades. He's plenty of presidents, Roosevelt, Truman, Eisenhower, have come and gone, but Hoover stayed in Washington. So And Hoover has been using the FBI as like his secret police. Uh, he's got secret files on politicians, presidents, congressmen, judges, on celebrities Muhammad Ali, Martin Luther King Jr., actors, actresses, okay? And and the reason given for Hoover using the FBI to assassinate Kennedy, um, when Kennedy comes into office, he names his brother Robert Kennedy, the attorney general, who's like the highest ranking police and attorney in the United States, and they declare war on organized crime. And this is Hoover's expertise area. The FBI has been dealing with organized crime for 40 years. So Hoover, he doesn't really like Jack, but he hates, and I mean hates Bobby, Jack's younger brother who's in charge, who's the attorney general. So why would you assassinate Jack and not Bobby? Well, if you assassinate Jack, you get rid of both of them. If you assassinate Bobby, Jack may bring someone else in and continue the war. If Jack is out of the picture, Lyndon Baines Johnson becomes president, and the only person who hates... Bobby Kennedy more than Hoover is Lyndon Johnson. So there's no way that Johnson's going to retain Bobby Kennedy as Attorney General. So that's kind of the reason given for maybe the FBI or J. Edgar Hoover is behind the hit on Kennedy or the assassination. All right. And then another one is Lyndon Johnson himself. And what's given the reason for that is Lyndon Johnson was a very powerful congressman for over 20 years before becoming vice president. He was president of the Senate at one point. Served on very many important, powerful committees. And then, when he becomes vice president, the Kennedys don't really use him. Jack doesn't really use him. Uh, the reason he's on the ticket is Jack Kennedy is a wealthy person from Massachusetts. Lyndon Baines Johnson is a middle of the class, middle class, middle of the road person from Texas. So he's on the ticket for votes, not because of friends. So many people, some people believe that. The vice president of the United States was behind the assassination attempt on President Kennedy simply for motive, which is power. He's used to great power in the Senate and Congress. As vice president, he has none, and he wants power. And if Kennedy's gone, he's the president of the United States. Okay? So those are just a few of the credible conspiracy theories. There's others out there like, that aren't credible, like Jackie Kennedy shot him with a pin gun and stuff next to him. Just, just stupid stuff. So we're not going to give those any attention. But um, that is basically the quick story. Now, if you want to see the the video, we'll watch it in class. But if you're on your own and you want to see it, if you go to YouTube, if you look up a guy by the name of Abraham Zapruder, it's Abraham, and then his last name is Z-A-P-R-U-D-E-R, Abraham Zapruder. It's known as the Zapruder film. He's just a local Dallas County resident who went – to daily plaza that day expecting to film the president of the united states as his motorcade he had no idea he was going to be assassinated but he winds up filming the assassination it's the best film we have the assassination okay so go to youtube search for abraham zapruder jfk and you can watch it there yourself all right i hope you've enjoyed this short little Presentation on Kennedy's assassination. Those are just the facts. There's much more to the story, but I'll leave you with a little bit more of Billy Joel. Hey, away, what else do I have to say? We stop the fire.